0: Hi guys, my name is Adele Yango and welcome to another episode of Legally Clueless. No, seriously, I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. And here we are with another episode. Let me tell you, every single week when I put up a new episode, I'm like, wow, we're actually doing this. We are podcasting. Um, and learning as we go. Obviously, I'm still trying to master the audio to get it to a really, really crisp level. So I'm having teething problems with my audio, but um, I appreciate the support all the same. And I promise I'll just keep trying to get it better into a whole new level with every episode. I also need to say a big thank you to everybody who I meet in random spaces, who shows this podcast so much love. Man, I'm just like, I don't know. I did not expect that. <laughs> i didn't so that's why every episode is like starting with thanksgiving you know but um yeah so i i truly do appreciate it and we have an instagram page now that's at legally clueless podcast so i just try and make it a corner of inspiration and just a safe space and an extension of the safe space that is this podcast yeah so go and 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 follow and you know we can chat on that side so this is coming off of a weird weekend problematic even because sunday was mother's day and i remember um mother's day with my late mom was just the best like there's no mother's day that would pass without us getting her flowers she was a real plant flower person Um, a box of chocolates and just hanging out with her the entire day and so mother's day is kind of strange because there's nothing to do there's no one to 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 hang out with so sometimes i can get a bit moody in fact this past mother's day i was extremely moody I think I sparked unnecessarily at my husband a couple of times during the day, but I'm so (laughs) thankful that he's so patient and he understood. And then randomly through the day, I ended up sending um, money via mobile money to the wrong person, and they were taking time to reverse it, and I thought they were a thief. It was just a stressful day. (laughs) But the beautiful part of it was that during the week, uh, an artist had taken from my timeline, one of my favorite photos of my mom that I had shared and done a portrait of it and then surprised me with it. And so I remembered that, oh yeah, I still have that portrait during during the day on Mother's Day. So just looking at it and trying to figure out where on the wall it's gonna go, what frame it's gonna be in, just brought back some warmth and some positive vibes to the day. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Make sure you check him out on Instagram. His name is eliamin underscore ink but this episode is not about mother's day as much as i've been talking about it for the last two minutes (laughs) it's actually to do with therapy so a couple of episodes ago i had my best friend val on it and we're both firm believers in therapy and she's doing this thing on her blog where she's going to host a therapist and ask the therapist all the questions we've either been too afraid to ask or we just didn't know who to ask them to. All of your questions on therapy, if you've been considering going for therapy, if you're afraid of it, if you're thinking costs, whatever your questions are, she's going to be asking the therapist so i thought that was a really cool thing val was doing in terms of therapy on her blog and giving you a chance to ask all of these questions so what i did a couple of weekends ago was hijack her and sit her down in front of this mic and we had a talk about therapy So, one thing that we have in common, so many things in common, one of those things is therapy and our <laughs> love for therapy. I read uh, an, a quote that said, therapy is a new, at a Dear man. therapy is a new tall duck in Hamishah. <laughs> but, so let's start, let's start from the very beginning and how we got into therapy. So, for me, it was after opening up to my mom about surviving rape and The two things she asked me was like, did you go to hospital and get checked up? And that we have to take you to therapy. And I was... I think what works in my phobia is that I was in a really broken point. So I couldn't object as hard because I didn't have any other options I was bringing to the table to solve the situation. The first therapist that we went to was really bad. (laughs) It was so bad. He was way older and very rooted in the church. And that would and very unprofessionally it would sip into mm-hmm. the, the the sessions. I'm not deeply rooted in in the church. Like I'm spiritual but I'm not I I don't know Bible verses or anything like that. So that was problematic and then I felt like he wasn't listening. The energy was just not right. And so that didn't last more than one or two sessions and then we found a therapist who i think is one of the best therapists and then she relocated to to geneva i don't know why but so her 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 office like when you walked in all the the walls were different colors and she had like huge pillows on the floor and it really just matched my energy did not feel like you know the inside so the inside you're falling apart and you don't want the outside to make it even worse you want it to be more grounded and more okay so that you can feel vulnerable in that space and not feel attacked so i remember the first session which was very strange she made me fill out a form and this form basically i had to write out like how many hours i was sleeping what Mm. how how often was i eating weird things that i didn't at the time i didn't see any correlation even when i was doing it i was like this is some dumb stuff like i sleep okay and we would do those checks especially at the beginning maybe every month but i'm glad that i didn't cancel therapy after the first guy because then if anybody met me i would think that's the Mm. definition of therapy and i'd just be like no they'll just tell you about prayer and stuff like that i think it is something that's very important to me in terms of a release so it's it's not only when things are falling apart that's one of one of the things i love but also in therapy i've learned like how powerful your mind is like it's so weird how even physically things will physically come about because of your Mm. mental space i
1: tried therapy first in 2011 but it didn't work because i wasn't serious about it a therapist is not there to fix your life you're the one who has to want it for yourself and then they'll give you all the tools that are necessary so i was just at a place where i think i just didn't want to start doing the work. To start healing. Because it's a lot of work. So I was comfortable with my with my many bandages. Now, mm. people tend to use... You can use religion. You can use sex. You can use alcohol. You can use work. Yeah. So, so many things as a bandage. So I was very comfortable with my bandages. And so I left it until 2017. Now, because when my mom was diagnosed with cancer in 2012, she thought she might have... If she's lucky, she'll get five years to leave. So until 2017, I came into the year knowing my mom might die at any time this year. Mm -hmm. And so, first of all, I needed help with that. Because even if she'd been sick, it's still not easy to to accept. And I needed, and I'm like, I need my mom. She, You know, for her, she'd been sick a while. So she'd started to prepare for her death from a very long time ago. And the thing that used to worry her in abundance was if her kids would be okay. Like, I honestly think my mom would have died much sooner if she knew they'd have been okay much sooner. And so I said, I owe it to her to at least show... That I'm finally taking the steps to... To be okay. Yes. Yeah. So we started therapy in earnest in March 2017. I used to go two, twice a month for the whole year. And I can say without any exaggeration that therapy saved my life. It... Uh, let me see if I can explain this. But it's just... When you're ready to do the work and then you find a Therapist that fits because you see, like what you said, I remember even when I was talking to one of my sisters about it, and I told her, Okay, fine, I'm ready to now start doing therapy in earnest. And she's like, And I'll pray that you get a good therapist because if yeah. you don't get one you vibe with, it's like a relationship, yes, it's yes, it's- you can't easily open up to them about some things because you're like, Oh. It might not go. They might judge me, or they might yeah, not think I'm yeah. this or this and that. And so when you, but when you get someone who you're free to say the stuff and telling yourself out yeah. loud is hard, then it's it's quite the blessing. And I was very lucky because I had that from from Candy, my therapist. She just gave me these gems in in life that i she helped me see things like i didn't know i had held onto my pain for so long mm. such that it it even it, like it reaches a point at you and i like the his, the song he says and i find comfort in my pain mm-hmm. as you've lived with this pain for so long it now becomes part of your identity
0: yeah and it's and, a good and, crutch yeah, But the
1: thing is, whether you... Sometimes you don't even realize it, but you keep saying you want to get better. And then you do things that are the absolute opposite yeah. of getting better. And it's just because you don't know... When you take away this part that has been your identity for so long, mm. who am I without What's this? What's left, yeah. When, yeah. I don't, when I don't have this and that and the other to blame for why I'm angry, yeah. or short-tempered, or I drink too much, or who am I'm I going I to blame now? Exactly, yeah. like, it's it's... And also you, you have to have a level of self-awareness to 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 get there. So therapy works, don't get me wrong. But it only works if you want it to work.
0: So I remember having a conversation with like a common friend of ours. <laughs> I was going to name... Let me see if I can guess this. <laughs> no, and trying to force them to go into therapy. because And and I had to... I think I, think I, one I one went one to, one. to our phase. <laughs> <laughs> I went to our phase... Because I felt like it had done so much for me. And so I was in my head, like, trying to force (laughs) everybody. If you came to me and said, you know, I'm having a bad day at work, have you tried (laughs) therapy? You know? So I was, like, forcing everybody. (laughs) And then getting frustrated when I'm like, are you not seeing how I am being helped? Why don't you want this for you? And that's so true because... I mean, now they are in in, in therapy, but back then they hadn't reached that level of knowing that in all of these chaos, this is, you know, you also have to be able to say, okay, well, how am I contributing to this also? You know what I mean? And why am I contributing to this? And it takes... It's so easy to call everyone out except Except yourself. yourself, Calling yourself out is just like... Because then disappointing yourself is very hard. Like, you know it's taken. So, but you have to be at that level where you're like, I am now willing (laughs) to come to the table and just accept what I'm doing wrong and be able to change that. Yeah. Yeah, and Abanza,
1: she put it very well. She's like, what am I doing to create the present situation I find myself in? Mm. Ask yourself that very honestly because we're not, we're not as passive as we think we are.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're not as
1: passive. So if, whether if it's like this guy for the 10th time, you (laughs) picked this (laughs) fuckboy. Even you, you need to ask yourself, why do I keep going for the fuckboys? What, what is... Why do I keep going for the same type of guy and expecting different? when I know when I yes yeah. and I expect that things will be different? So maybe next time you go, well, that's the guy who normally catches my eye. Let me avoid and yeah, I don't know whatever it is. But at the end of the day, we we're not passive, or rather, as passive as sometimes shit just happens. Don't get me wrong. A lot of the times, you'd have to find it like okay. But what parts did
0: I play? And in? it's a repeat, it's like a yeah. cycle. Yeah. You're in the cycle. Yeah, you're also contributing to you. You're not a bystander. One of the stories that got sent into the podcast, there's a girl who said she was very scared of going to therapy. So she didn't know what that first session was going to be like, whether she would be she'd want to open up to this person, A. B whether they would listen and not judge. So with a, uh, they're all Emotions that I think I had at that first session, like where you're just like... And I was pretty young, so I'm like, this person is just going to be like, Ojojo (laughs) was (laughs) squeezy. With all their issues. And you have a roof over your head? School fees is being paid, and you're still, you know what I mean. Yeah, I what yeah you're so I was scared. Like that's what I was gonna be looked looked at. Like, but what were your fears for your first?
1: I really don't think I remember my first, like 2011 one because yeah. I, I did want to go. My mom was the one who forced me, so I don't remember it very well. But if I was to think the 2017 one, it lasted like two and a half hours because the first session is normally long, the longest because yeah. they're trying to find out what's up. So in fact, she'd said it lasts uh, one and a half hours to two. Then from there, going forward, we'd be doing one hour, one hour, one hour, yeah. one hour, one hour. We did like two and a half hours. And then <laughs> it was very, it was, I did a lot of talking. I did. In fact, in fact, that first session, if you find a therapist who's going to do more talking, then you'll be very <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I just, because well, she just kept on, she'd ask questions here and there, but she just really wanted to find, and she really paid attention because she could tell when I'm telling a difficult part of the story because she'd say now my hands would get tense or so mm. I'd start, you know, wringing my hands or something like that. And But I immediately knew I found the right person. Yeah, so I'll, in fact, I even said, if I come and I don't like her vibe, I'm not going to come again. Yeah. And I'll just tell her, yeah, I don't think this is, is great. I don't want you yeah. looking for me next week. And I'm like, I just like, I don't, don't think. Don't call, yeah, call me. I'm like, I don't think so. But it was very, I knew, I knew I'd found someone that I wanted to have in my corner, even and even now, like even, even if I'm not doing therapy now, but we still talk mm. with her every now and then. We catch up, and the first was very. If I was to put it in one, I'd say I felt very safe.
0: That's really good because yeah. most people feel. Vulnerable, and even when you leave, I remember now the second therapist wondering and really trying to think, Is there a connection between her and anyone in my family? Uh-huh. Because I was like, What if, what if like she speaks about it? I mean, what if that's always yeah. something it took me a long time to feel like I don't know, maybe it's because I worry too much or I just try and overthink. You know, Nairobi is just yeah, like, it's so true. small, it's true. And so it was very... I was like, maybe my demons are best with me because at least then it's me who knows them. That was a fear I had. But
1: I get why you say that. I, have, I know someone who used to go to therapy. Sometimes you both know this therapist. I'll tell you on the side. But she, <laughs> she used to go for therapist with this lady. Yeah. And now, you see, this lady, what she would do is she'd try to give um, examples. Like, for example, like this person I know... Um, the time she was raped yeah so to use an example she's like she now she used you saying how you are raped before but yeah because, you know you've overcome it to see it to it, see it, it, it. so yeah. even you can move forward which is fine but now how she tell her stories about her other clients <gasps> and this therapist was someone from the office <gasps> so she was able to deduce whose story it is that she's talking about from the office and i was like if you have a therapist who gives you mushene. That is a run, yeah, because, because other that means your stories as well are fair game, they're being used just in because, another and you see, that she was trying to rationalize it like, but she doesn't use their names. I'm like, fine, but she tells you enough that you can guess yeah. who it is. That's just that's just a no, 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 no. And I think that's why some people also don't like therapy, like your fear. My therapist will say
0: this, or, or will she tell? As Nairobi small, yeah, because that's why you yeah. hang on to your demons as well. I yes. want to talk about them, but you're just like now people will see me in a different light if it gets out. Yes, there. that's so terrible. It do. why? Because other people's stories don't even come up in your no. therapy session. It's to unpack your issues yeah. and how they're contributing yeah. to your trends. Yeah, I like candy and. You, by the way, will get a chance to ask her some questions on Val's blog. And we'll give you the details at the end of the podcast. In terms of telling people that I'm in therapy, how was how that reaction?
1: I think I told my, my... And I tell my people a lot. But I think I told them this year, last year. <laughs> After I <I'm> finished... <laughs> oh my God, even my sis didn't know. I don't even think my And we live in the same house. <laughs> I remember one time when I was telling her and my brother and then later she was like, you just used to think, mom is the one who should know your secrets, yeah? Yeah. And I have this thing where if I'm dealing with something I don't understand yet, then I'll probably keep it to myself until Mm. I know what I'm doing or or at least have an idea. Then Then I can share. But with the therapy, I'm just like... So I think the only person who... Well, of course you knew. But my mom knew, my ex at the time knew. Actually, yeah, it was last year. I had gone for Pizza Fest and I was telling now Oji and Junior too. One yeah, year like...
0: later. <laughs> <laughs> no, because these are, um, I don't want to use the word stigma because but that's very heavy. But there is yeah, a stigma. Is. When you say I'm in therapy, immediately people think, oh my God, you don't have your shits together. In
1: fact, there's some guys I want to do some work with this year now over on the blog for mental health they're called project akili and one of yeah. the things we are keen to do is just that statement that yeah. that therapy if you're you either looked at as weak or crazy
0: yeah yeah
1: like girl has got issues from here till tomorrow as in yeah you know like don't don't touch don't go there and, this guy and 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 you see i it gets this is something that irritates the fuck out of me because you see we pay so much attention to physical health and physical yeah. fitness so like people at the gym we there with our mini refs and uh, and uh you know and uh <laughs> weights and everything and you're like yeah i drank this in the morning and then i Ruby. had this and i ate a salad and then and then, and then the fitness bloggers and uh, it's such a big thing Try having the same conversation about mental health and nobody Silence. nobody wants to have that conversation with you. So we say so the way we know if I have a headache it's this, if stomach and I'm going to see a doctor because yeah. I've had a past. Nobody allows you then society does not allow you to say, Oh, I've been feeling my emotions are all over of late. I think I need to get some a, yeah. a psychiatrist. Nobody nobody wants to have that conversation yeah. with you. So it's so it's it's so archaic.
0: <laughs> it is, and I think also like for me, it's that as if you look like you have your stuff in order, and then you yeah. say, "I'm in therapy." It's almost like there's a deep sense of confusion as yeah. uh, as the reaction. Yeah. And so yeah. even in my head, I know the 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 circle that it's safe uh. to say it in. You know what I mean? Because then people will start. These are judgments that is yeah. passed yeah there's a jar jo- and you're almost treated as. Less than, or like, give her time. You know, she's starting. you yeah. just like, this is very normal. It's a very normal process that somebody is going through. Nowadays in my head, because I, nowadays
1: I feel nothing. I'm all the time. I'm not even in therapy. Yeah. But I'm still there. My therapist, my therapist, my therapist, my therapist. Because so you have to never, normalize yes. whenever yeah. anybody gives me this look in my head, I'm like, well, I probably have it more together than you do. Yes. So I'm vulnerable enough to know that I need some help. And then I'm strong yeah. enough to go out and seek that help instead of being the slave I refuse to be the slave mm-hmm. to my emotions anymore
0: yeah so here yeah,
1: yeah, I am working at that so I'm like yeah you just look at me funny but I probably handle
0: my anger better than you do or and whatever there's nothing is, yeah. wrong with what I'm doing yeah what did you find out why you're like the signs that something is off like for example my biggest shocker was that I sleep a lot when I'm not okay. Like, you know, how people have, you, you call them bandages. Yeah. So there's alcohol, there's sex, there's things to some degree. Mine is sleep. Sleep. <laughs> yes. And I didn't think it was a problem until I started therapy and I had to do that checklist. And I re- so now I'm more conscious about it. Like, if I sleep a lot, which is hard because I love my sleep, to know when is too much, but. What scared me was some weeks ago, and I can't remember who said the statement, or it was somebody who shared it on their Insta stories, that somebody said that they sleep because it's the closest thing to death. And I remember thinking, "Eh? hey, (laughs) hey. Literally going, like, stock take. Um, Am I okay? Like, how much am I sleeping? And stuff like that. Because that's my like the first sign things are off balance is my oversleeping that's when i'm like what's not okay i
1: think first of all it doesn't help that i'm melancholic by nature so i'm drawn to to pensive sadness (laughs) but then you'll find that sometimes it's harder in my mind it's Mm. harder for me to let the light in as compared to to other days and then i'll have these days where my mind is really dark like it's really Mm. taken over by my dark thoughts where I'm irritated with myself, with the people around me and everything is just irritating and anno- and I'm you know so over it I'm like yeah. I cannot wait to leave this country and never <laughs> make new everybody in my life. and I'm just tired. so when I find that it's taking harder for me to pull myself out of the funk, that's when I'm like I think I need to, to see to talk to somebody about this. Someone needs mm. to help me. Because I'm normally very good with taking stock of my emotions and I'm and I'm and I'm much better now at calling myself out like when it was me I'm like yeah that was me but sometimes just because I I know what to do or how to do it it's it's still hard and that's when I'm like I think I need someone to just help me balance yeah now if I was having a stomachache for the four days I'd go and see a doctor the same thing if I find yeah. like my mind has been in a funk and nothing I'm doing is helping then I, I'm like okay now I need I yeah. need to see someone about this
0: those days come and it's sometimes so hard to figure out if it's just a bad day yeah. you know what I mean yeah. or what's happening yeah, yeah. it's, it's PMS yeah
1: which just is <laughs>
0: oh, mine has God. become so bad of late i was just like uh. My PMS is just... I feel like cramps were bad enough. Like, why did we have to extend it? The suffering and all the side effects. Why couldn't we pick one side effect? I know, yeah. So if it's cramps, we're all having cramps and we're good, like why? Because PMS is, yeah, there are times when I've been confused or I'm just crying and just like this life what is all of this, nothing yeah. is working out and then literally it's like a switch the next week I'm just like oh wow, we can achieve anything <laughs> The time I was thinking I was having a mental you know, breakdown yeah. it's hectic, there's something you said at the beginning when people feel like therapy should sort out the problem so I think it's different or maybe it's similar from like going for a physical you have a physical illness and you go and you're told take these pills four times a day or three times a day blah 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 and then you're okay and so there's you know in two weeks or in whatever I'll be fine but with therapy Mm -hmm. there's a misconception Mm -hmm. that all I need is one session or two and miraculously all the stuff that has been giving me grief for years disappears and i think that that's what puts people off therapy and they quit kind of like midway because they're like i'm not seeing any where are the results? I'm still really battling with A, B, C, D. And another
1: thing about therapy that I think also makes people quit early is it's going to get worse before it gets better. Mm. Because you'll find there's a lot of stuff you've buried, stuff yeah. you don't think about, stuff you don't talk about. But the only way for you to heal is to pull that shit right yeah. out of you. As in you yeah. dive in and pull it out. And so you'll find, you'll, people will think, oh my therapist is unfair, they're being mean, they're mm. purpose you know this issue and i'd left but you hadn't dealt with it you just buried it but eventually that bandage will start to seep so if you don't deal with it so i never i remember at least my therapist luckily told me it's going to get worse before it gets better because if i'd have been sitting in that chair and then now she's making me talk about stuff i've not talked about for example in 10 years
0: yeah
1: it's hard as in honestly it's very it's it's And I can imagine it might be difficult for people to imagine. What do you mean? It's hard You just just talk about your feelings. What's Mm. so hard about that? But it's it's when you've not dealt with something. When something caused you so much pain and you've not dealt with it. And then now three, four years later, you're asked to talk about this thing you've not talked about in three, four years. It's.
0: Emotionally very exhausting. Yeah, and it's something yeah. that has caused trauma and has a ripple effect. And for me, what I found interesting is also the stuff that you go through, like as a child, that you've almost you don't even remember it, and then it pops up in a different form, throwing your life into disarray. Yeah, and it's only then through therapy you're like, oh, that's why yeah. I react this yeah. way. Like this. Yeah. Yeah. So Certain thing happened such a long time ago.
1: Like, I wrote about it on my blog. I grew up in a very violent home. Because my dad had had this mood swings. Like, you'd never know which mood he'd come in. Or if he comes in a good mood, you don't know how long that would last. And then I got to realize that through therapy, that that's why I like to be in control. Mm. Because I didn't have control over back what then, moods he would come yeah. back in. And it really would spoil the whole evening or the whole weekend or whatever it is. So now... I don't like finding myself in situations that I'm not in control over.
0: Yeah. The good
1: thing is, like, when you realize that, is now when you're able to dial back. Now, then I say, have honest conversations with yourself. You're like, yeah, you're being a bitch here. <laughs> Let it go. Or yeah. it's okay. Somebody else can have their way this yeah. time round. I think you
0: just have to. Because now you're more aware of where mm. it's coming from. Yeah. It's not from us. Yeah. A very good place yeah so what are you doing with candy on your blog so that the people listening who have more questions on therapy can oh i
1: want to start just having conversations around mental health and therapy because for me like you i'm uh, like you like if i could force everybody to do therapy <laughs> it doesn't work try test it test so we're just trying to just um get people to see that therapy is not for the weak or for the crazy In fact, I think it's actually for the strong. It really takes a kind of strength to say, I have a problem and I need some help. Mm -hmm. Let me go. And even if everybody looks at me, which way that let them deal with it? It's because in society, and I think especially among our generation, peer acceptance is so huge.
0: Yeah. To the extent
1: that people then get afraid to be who they are because you don't want to be too different than what society says. Okay, you can be different, but this is the kind of difference. This type of difference. Yeah. So then it then, nobody wants to really, it's not nobody, but then it becomes hard to be yourself because you're like, oh, these guys might think I'm this or this or this or this. But I think let's not play around with mental health anymore. Mm -hmm. It's so important to just your overall well-being because what you said, the mind is so powerful and once you feel it is key but sometimes you have prob- difficulty feeding it the love and the good and the kind words and everything like love. where i get where my mind just gets really dark and it should be okay for you to want to go and get some some help, help yeah so now with candy at first you want to start with just a question and answer on just therapy in general, and what to look out for in a therapist, and how to tell if maybe you might need some professional help or some having that conversation mm-hmm. with your people. Because um my mom would never have survived if she didn't have the support that she that she she had from her sisters and her children and her nieces and nephews and stuff like that. As in her emotional support was on point. So even when you're in therapy, it's good to let. A few people know mm. because sometimes you'll come from a therapy session that is so heavy you just you need you need to decompress mm-hmm. somehow so even just now telling your people that you know how do you have these conversations with them and and just things like that so we start off just a bit general and then from there we build to for me that's my biggest thing is just like just making it known that and i can't say this enough therapy is not for the weak and it's not for the crazy as in mm. i'm not
0: Mwenda you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I like that you say that it's a strength because I think even articulating your emotions and what's going wrong with them is, is a skill, first and foremost. Yeah. It's such a skill. And it's, it's only very strong people who do that because it's very easy to just escape them. So people now will be able to send in questions on therapy. Yes. And then Kendi is going to answer them. Yes. Okay, y'all can leave if you want to leave a comment or you want to send um, a voice note with your questions for Kendi, who's really, she's really dope. I've had her on my show to like deal with. People who I'm just like, yeah, these are problems. Someone needs therapy. Please come, you know? So she's really dope and she's very honest. And so if you've always wanted to try therapy or, and you didn't know who to ask because then also that stigma, because people will be like, why are you asking? What do you want? And then yeah. it degenerates. You could yeah. either send a voice note to the podcast's WhatsApp number that's in the description. I'm also going to put Val's Insta. Is your Insta private? But you can DM. <laughs> I'll see, I'll see the request. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there's something I need to say. So you put up a podcast time back on grief. And then I was looking at the comments. And then there are a few comments and that were left there that I felt I would like to reply. Yeah. And then there's one from a lady who I felt her, you could feel her pain very clearly. Mm. So I'm like, this has moved me so much if you ever you want to speak. Um, just DM me, mm-hmm. it's fine. So she dear me one day, she's like, I really need to talk to you. And then she told me how she misses her mom and everything she passed away seven years ago, but the grief is... The way like she was talking, the grief, yeah. it's like her mom died two two weeks ago. Uh. So of course that made me pause. And so I just, I asked her, I'm like, okay let me ask do you have people that you care about she's like yes i'm like how does it feel when you see them in the a in pain and she's like it breaks my heart and i'm like do you believe your mom watches over you and she's like yes and i'm like so if you have people who you care about and seeing them in this kind of pain breaks you then it's doing the same thing to your mom mm. so i asked her have you ever considered therapy and this is exactly how she put it i don't want to forget my mom
0: oh man so for a while
1: i didn't know what to say so i just told her i'm like i totally get where you're coming from believe me i do but pain doesn't have to be the emotion that you reserve for how you remember your mom because there's many other emotions and experiences yes letting go of the pain doesn't mean you're letting go Mm. of her at all it's not it's not the same thing and if you Say like me, you believe she's looking down at you. Then you want let her see you happy. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful way to honor her and following your dreams and living this one life as passionately to the to the most that you can. You know, it's not it's not a rehearsal. It's not. Yeah, it's not. We don't get a do over. No, no. Yeah. No. So you owe it to yourself to be the most passionate, the most engaged, the most present you mm-hmm. that you can for as long. As that you're you're going yeah. to have on on this earth, so I said that. like that's now difficult for me because yes I still feel sad. I remember even that day I was picking up stuff for I wanted to make sandwiches and then I picked sandwich ham and I never bought sandwich ham since I moved out of my mom's house and I'm like oh, I even wanted to put it back. I'm like I don't even feel like eating sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like girl please. <laughs> Yeah? Not, today. <laughs> not today. Yeah, not today. So it's not that like I don't feel sad or things like that because I do. But I've realized I tend to feel my mom's spirit, if I can put it that way, around me more when I'm sad. Mm-hmm. It's like she's there like... What is going on? Get up. Yeah. As in, get up, fight, keep moving. I know I'm not here physically, but... So I'm like, I'm very conscious of that. And so if anybody... The point of this story... If anybody feels the same thing, I can say therapy wouldn't make you forget your loved one. It's not
0: erasing.
1: It's, yeah. it's not possible. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It just helps you deal with stuff better. Because I was telling uh, from my point of view, it feels like you you want
0: your grief to be your identity. And then you'll start feeling guilty when it's not there. Like when you feel yes. happy, you're like, why? Yes. This is, why am I happy? Yes. It's almost like you're mocking your your mom or whoever it is that has passed away, exactly. And that's a very problematic space to be in, and it's a prison. It It is really is a prison. It is.
1: Because how do you get out of that? It really is. And she was telling me it even reaches a point. It's reached a point where because she took some time to before she replied to my message, and she told me it's reached a point where when people anybody she shuns anybody who tries to talk to her about her mom mm. such that now she doesn't really have anybody in her life anymore mm. because it's been seven years
0: yeah i kind of almost i i know that feeling it was there very briefly where you get angry if other people let's say in the family are happy and whatever and you're just like how dare you guys yeah. at, like how do you even attempt to Just live life as though everything is normal. Obviously, there's a pain of losing a mom. There's a pain of certain experiences you've probably gone through together. But then there's also the happy times you've had together or the things that you learned from her. Yeah, yeah. So... What therapy will help you do is not only unpack your emotions because it's confusing. There's so many emotions. There's guilt, there's sadness, there's pain. But also to give you the tools to know how do I handle the different emotions that come. Because they will come. Yes, And either you handle them or they will Mm -hmm. handle you. So (laughs) that's a long time to feel that pain. It's a long time. That's a a long long time.
1: time. Especially to, to choose it every day to choose it in belief that that's how you show that you loved your mom and i'm like there are other ways that are not as damaging to you i can understand
0: how she got there though i think i'm just seven years i can understand because when it becomes think about with your mom you're so you do anything even right now you do anything to to not forget and you feel guilt when you're forgetting something let's say you forget your mom's birthday you feel yeah what is wrong with me you know what i mean and so this pain she holds on to is very comforting and it's I've almost like in my pain yeah it's very comforting that's very therapy would help i hope she but i can see how she got there that's but it's a very scary place man it's very scary so you want people to send in questions for Candy? Yes. So those there were quite a few people with um, grief, battling grief. You can actually send through questions on that, or you can DM Val on Instagram. So I'm going to put her handle in the in the description. Candy will answer the questions on your blog. Yes. Okay. So when will that blog post go up? Twenty-second May. So yeah, you can send through a voice note with your questions to plus two five four seven six eight six two eight seven nine zero, which will also be in the caption. And Val's Insta is at Miss M I S S L W I L E. Okay. L-E. Okay, which I'll also put in the description box So you can send through your questions On all things therapy The things you're scared about Asking why you should even consider it You finally get a chance to ask somebody Who is skilled enough to answer them And that's it for this episode of Legally Clueless You can share this podcast with your friends You can keep it for yourself I'm not judging Just make sure you're here next week For the next episode